Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So we have an interesting topic today that I think is not only timely, but it is essential for each of us that are going through this COVID-19 crisis. So two things in this podcast today, two things that I want to leave you with so that maybe maybe this will give you a little insight into where you are personally in dealing with this crisis. So here are the two things in this podcast. We are grieving. We are grieving, folks. We are going through a process right now that it may be hard for us to understand. And we're grieving our recent normal lives, what it was like just a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. We're grieving our sense of routine. We're grieving our businesses as we knew them. And I think we're also grieving our lack of control. So I'm going to share the seven stages of grief so you can identify where you are. And next, I'm going to share a message of hope from China at the end. Stay with me until the end. You do not want to miss what we are putting down today. So this is the grief model we call the seven stages of grief. And as I share these with you, I want you to identify where you are personally. And this is not to judge or to analyze. This is just self-reflection so that, well, you can be honest with yourself and give yourself a real perspective on your own mental reality. So here's number one, shock and denial. This is when we react to learning of the loss with just numbered disbelief. And we may deny the reality of the loss at some level in order to avoid the pain. Shock provides emotional protection from being overwhelmed all at once. And the shock stage can last for weeks. Here's stage number two, pain and guilt. As the shock wears off, it is replaced with the suffering of unbelievable pain. Although excruciating and almost unbearable, it is important that you experience the pain fully. And don't try to hide it. Don't try to avoid it. Don't try to escape from it by numbing. You may have to deal with guilt or remorse over things that you did or didn't do. And life can feel really chaotic and scary during this phase. So stage number two is pain and guilt. Stage number three, anger and bargaining. So frustration gives way to anger. You may want to just lash out. And well, we got to find somebody to blame when things go wrong. And the best advice is to try to control this blame and bargaining. You know, it can be a permanent damage to the relationships that are important to us long term. This is the time to release bottled up emotion. And we may, we may be questioning, why me? Why is this happening to me? And we may also be trying to 
well, bargain with ourselves. I'll never be in this position again. That's stage three, anger and bargaining. Stage four, depression, reflection, and loneliness. And just when people may think we should be getting on with our life, a long period of sad reflection can overtake us. It is normal. It is normal to feel this way. It is, well, it's, it's the stage that people try to talk us out of. And sometimes encouragement from others just doesn't seem to help. And in this phase, we realize the, the true magnitude of our loss. You know, if you're grieving your business, it may never be the same as it was before this COVID-19 crisis. But it's, it's a stage. And then stage five, the upward turn. This is, well, you start to adjust your life to the new reality. And things start to become a little bit calmer. And, well, you start to get more organized. And your physical symptoms lessen. Your depression begins to lift a little bit at a time. That's number five, is the upward turn. Here's number six, reconstructing and working through. As we start to figure out how to function again in whatever the new normal is, your mind starts working again, and you will find yourself seeking realistic solutions to the problems posed by life without the normalcy that we knew recently. And you'll start to work on practical and financial issues and reconstruct yourself without the, well, what we knew to be the past. That stage six is reconstruction. Stage seven is acceptance and hope. During this last stage, you'll, well, we're going to learn to accept and deal with the reality of our situation. And acceptance doesn't mean that we are instantly happy. It just gives the pain and turmoil we've experienced, uh, well, a, a place. And we may never be exactly the same as we are before, but this is where we start to accept the ability to improve again. And we'll start looking forward to the future instead of dealing with the pain of the present. And eventually you'll think about your past reality with, well, sometimes with a little bit of positivity. And, you know, just as any crisis does, it, it bonds people. And once we start finding joy again, we will remember the life before COVID-19 with positivity and maybe even a little nostalgia. So stage seven is acceptance and hope. We were going, we're going to get to acceptance and hope, people. And I want to share with you a perspective from the other side of the pandemic. This is a, an optimistic message that I think will take you, well, it, it will take you through the potential that we have facing us. So as we wade into the waters of shelter at home and the impact that's going to have on our families, our friends, our employees, and our businesses. This message of hope and patience really resonated with me. This is a transcript from a person in China and what her experience was, well, during their seven-week lockdown.
I mean, they were locked down. And coming out on the other side, it is a message of hope that I'm sharing with you today. So here's some positive news. This is from a teacher in China reflecting on the lockdown. It's really nice. We are just finishing our seventh week of e-learning, seven weeks of being mainly housebound, and seven weeks of uncertainty. We are healthy, we are happy, and we are humbled. We're allowed to move around freely now with a green quick reader code, QR code that we show when we get our temperature taken. And you get your temperature taken everywhere, and it's just become a part of the routine. And most restaurants and shopping centers are now open, and life is coming back to our city. And as we watch the rest of the world begin their time inside, don't you like that? Our time inside. Here are some of my reflections on the last seven weeks. Here's number one. Accept that you have no control over the situation. Let go of any thoughts of trying to plan too much for the next month or two. Things change so fast. Don't be angry and annoyed at the system. Anxiety goes down and you make the best of the situation, whatever that might be for you. Accept this and what it is and things will get easier. <laughs> Pretty wise. Step number two, try not to listen, read, or watch too much media. It will drive you crazy. There is a thing as too much. <laughs> number three in her transcript. There is a sense of community I felt during this time is incredible. I could choose who I wanted to spend my energy on or who I wanted to call, message, and connect with and found the quality of my relationships has improved. Hmm. Wow. Number four, appreciate this enforced downtime. When do you ever have time like this? I will miss it when we get back to the fast-paced speed of the real world. Can you believe that? She's going to miss the fast-paced real world. <laughs> Number five, time goes fast. I still haven't picked up the ukulele I plan to learn, and there are a box set of TV shows that I haven't watched. So this time will go fast. And number six, as a teacher, the relationships I have built with my students have only continued to grow. I have loved seeing how independent they are, filming themselves to respond to tasks while also learning essential life skills such as balance, risk-taking, and problem-solving, even as we adults are still learning. And number seven, she says, you will learn to appreciate the little things, sunshine through the windows, flowers blossoming, and being able to enjoy coffee in a cafe. So to those just beginning this journey, she says to us, you will get through it. Listen to what you are told, follow the rules, and look out for each other. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes it's nice to read positive things, also to know that we shouldn't think about 12 weeks unable to get out for the vulnerable. Work on one week at a time and this will pass. And one day, whenever it will be, life will return to normal. Just a touch more kindness in the world. So if you needed a little uplift, if you needed a boost, I hope this podcast has given you 
some hope today. I hope it's given you some comfort and some, well, some peace in your life. We are not in control of this pandemic. All we can do is take advantage of the time we have with those we love and to make the best of a difficult situation. So I encourage you to share this podcast with people that may need a positive message. You know, my purpose in doing these podcasts is to give people, well, encouragement, to give people a little bit of a nudge. Sometimes a little kick in the pants is also the prescription for this podcast. So I hope you are crazy enough to think positively in a difficult time. I hope you are crazy enough to share this podcast with those needing a message of positivity. And I hope you're able to accept whatever stage of grief you are in when it comes to our loss. This is a big loss. I don't think anybody that's of a certain age will ever forget the time of COVID-19. It will be a part of our lives forever, just as many other major events have been. So I'm signing off, but I'm wishing you the very best as we continue to experience a different take on life. Are you crazy enough to win? Until next time.